Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master, teacher, medium, and author of my newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit that show us our challenges are not economic, political, or societal, but often a deep disconnect from our inner soul life and soul wisdom. Today we are delighted to welcome Connie Eubner, author of Divine Mother's Healing, who is a leading spiritual luminary of these times. Connie not only receives divine messages, but teaches others to receive them as well. Hello, Connie, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to share a series of healing prayer tools to be used to heal ourselves and loved ones and which can be effective even if the words are just read out loud or repeated silently in other words spirit is always there to help us and you and i know that we're never alone so thank you for joining me Connie. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Oh, and okay. I love the title of Healing from Within because that's that's exactly what my work is about. And mine so too. I, and I I, I picked that title 10 years ago. I started wow. this show 10 years ago and have interviewed most of the luminaries and mm. uh, best minds on the planet who discuss who we really are, what life's really about, and how we can make the most of our time while we're here. Connie, yeah, and that's what we want to do. Connie, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect over the years, my gifted and expansive guests and I share intimate stories and insights in order to remember we are spiritual beings having a physical life journey in order to refine our soul energy and gather experiences to take with us into other dimensions of life and creative love. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Connie Eubner shares her journey to explain a profound yearning to communicate with spirit and with the divine. And in her search, she learned that the kingdom of heaven is within you. And through commitment, patience, and self-investigation, divine qualities reveal themselves. And we will learn about practical methods for both healing and awakening the divine relationship. Connie, I always love to ask my amazing guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, a place, an event that may have shown them life path and interests they might follow in adulthood for it seems to me and many other people our life plan of destiny comes into this life with our soul and we have only to follow the clues to experience our most divine life journey so think back as Hmm. a child yeah well Honestly, the one that comes to mind immediately is um, when I was a child, I wanted, I loved horses and I wanted to own a black horse. I don't know whether I got the idea from Black Beauty or um, movies 
of, of these beautiful, thrilling black horses, but I wanted to own a black horse. And I asked my parents, and of course, you know, they, they said no, and we're not, we can't do that, and what will we do with a horse? Yeah. But I kept wishing for a, for a black horse on every, every birthday wish, um, every little thing. Like, we used to wish on piles of hay, pile of hay, pile of hay, make a wish and turn away. We used to. We used to wish on eyelashes that would fall off, um, and um, I ha- there were all kinds of opportunities. White, a white horse you could wish on. There were all kinds of opportunities. So every time I had an opportunity, I wished for my black horse. And I must have wished it for, well, I was only, you know, probably six or seven at the time, but so I probably wished it for three or four years. And one day my parents announced that they were going to buy me a horse and Mm -hmm. we went all around looking for the different horses and I tried them out riding them and so on and um, one day we walked into a stable and there was my black horse just standing there glistening in in his beautiful um, reflective you know, horse blackness. He and he was the horse of your dreams. This was my and life. also your intentions. The law of attraction is very right. true. You, the universe, well, yes. God, spirit, angels—they're listening. And if it's in our best interest, we can manifest and create exactly what we need. Now, you must have lived in the country or on farmland. Um, to I, lived even... in a small, I lived in a small town, um, but we had a summer place which was out in the country that we would go to every summer. And so the, we, we, I was, they bought me that horse, and it didn't matter to me that it wasn't trained, that the first time I rode it, he actually bucked me off, I yeah. knew that was my horse, and so well. Hopefully, he got trained, and you and you had him oh, for yeah. a while to really Definitely. enjoy him. He got trained. Oh yeah, we he got trained. I had him for many many years. Um, let's see, maybe fifteen twenty years, and um, but I at the time when I got saw the horse and knew it was mine, I thought my wishes do come true. This yeah. horse is coming to me from all the wishes I've been making. And it, it really, And then, um, yeah, you go on, Connie, to tell it, of it an experience. Yeah, it, it settled you. It was like I had a belief that I could get what I wanted. Just, at then I thought, just by wishing for it. Um, That's excellent. That's excellent. And, um, now, when I was a little girl, I had a little plastic doll, Jerry. And I would ask very sensitive questions. Sometimes I sit in the closet because I was looking to find a higher connection to spirit or the divine. Mm-hmm. I knew there was something beyond this physical life, but we weren't particularly religious or even spiritual. And I was a sensitive kid. So like you, I put those wishes and dreams out there all the time. Now let's get mm-hmm. on to yeah. to when you yeah. were 21. Something very important okay. happened to you, 
and it took yes. you from one level of understanding to quite another. Yes. So tell yes. us about that. So, so I, um, you know, we, my parents took us to church, but I was never that interested in church. I was, I was more, I like to get out in nature. I like to be outside and, um, it's almost like nature was where I got my spiritual refreshment. So I kind of just, at a certain time, I, I thought, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to believe in God anymore. I'm just going to live my life. I don't want to, and I had a very formal sort of parting with God where I said, if you exist, show me, prove yourself to me. But until I, you've proven yourself, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to do any more prayers. I'm not going to go to any more of these church services. I'm just going to live my life. And so, so, you know, I did. And um, when I was 21, I was, again, I was out in nature and I was lying down in a field, a beautiful field on a sunny day, looking up into the sky. And I I had known a lot about astronomy, so I knew there were stars and constellations up there. I just couldn't see them because it was a sunny day and the sun was out. So I started to kind of try to guess where the stars were, to project myself out there into the universe, and um, where the basically where the constellations that I recognized were, even when I couldn't see them. Um, and all of a sudden, I kind of went out into the universe and uh, into with my star friends, and and suddenly I was gone. I just um, experienced myself as one with everything, really unified with everything. And I don't know how long I was in that experience because I was lying there. But when I came back, I I was with a friend. And I turned to my friend and I said, I'm one with you. And not only <laughs> you, that. You I'm had an out-of-body experience. I've had them too. Yeah. You actually, yeah. your soul, your energy moved up beyond time and space and was in a universal mm-hmm. yeah. uh, energetic dimension where consciousness right. exists and awareness and it's it's a it's a rare experience. Uh, I also had it at a group uh, meditation once, and uh, they told us to ask a question. So I asked a question about twenty. What was it? Twenty twelve, where the Mayans had said there would be some type of happening. Mm-hmm. So I asked what was going to be happening in twenty twelve, and all of a sudden. I became like an atom of life, you know, just a teeny tiny, uh, and I was up in the universe, the place you were in, and I knew it was me. I was still Cheryl with all my memories. Nothing was different, but there I was in the universe, Mm -hmm. and so I thought the message was saying to me uh, that perhaps we were all going to go there in 2012. Mm-hmm. There would be a big mm-hmm. catastrophe. But mm-hmm. when when I told the group, there were there were about 12 people. When I told the group what I experienced, there was another girl. She had a similar experience, and she said, 
the year of 2012 is going to be the beginning of a new spiritual evolution and many people will become aware of their energetic soul presence and life will change because we'll be more on the path to being uh, spiritual beings than being material beings, physical mm-hmm. beings. And I certainly like that <laughs> description yes. better yes. than the one yes. that I, I, I might originally have thought. So right. I know I know the experience you had. Yeah. It is awesome. Oh. Yeah, it and is, what happened to me is yeah. it, mine never went away. Neither I, did I mine. I came back and I was like, whoa, I'm one yeah. with everything. And, and I would and, try to tell people about it. And they usually they this was this was in the early seventies by the way before spirituality was as popular as it is now um, before people were investigating these things as much um, and I told them what I was experiencing and they would look at me and say maybe you'd better see a psychiatrist <laughs> well, <laughs> or you know what sometimes say, happens. It, and like a, a glaze comes over their eyes. It's like, yeah. it's yeah. funny. Well, yeah. The other thing they would say was, are you on a drug? And, and so, so with that, and, and, and also people, I would say, I'm one with you. And they would definitely back off. It was like I was getting too intimate. Being right. one with them was like they too, weren't, too close. They weren't and, ready for it. Yeah, they weren't. No ready for it so I, I learned to be quiet when I had my Reiki uh-huh. training and I understood the connection to spirit and to the unity and oneness and to the healing energy that ran through me to help people I was so excited I promised God that I would carry this message of eternal life throughout my, the rest of my life to everybody and mm-hmm. I'm quite personable and quite formidable and I, I thought people would just understand it because I got it I was going to give it to them because it was the best uh-huh. thing I had ever learned in my whole life or absorbed or knew. And I wanted to share it with as many people as possible. But I realized in time, everyone has their own path. And mm-hmm. some are ready and some are not. Mm-hmm. But let's go on to who were some yeah. of the guides you began to get messages from? Because as you mm-hmm. develop this connection to spirit, many okay, of so us well, the, do get the messages. I had to do was I was ser- searching to find somebody else who was having this this um, experience because I thought not only that it, when you're one with everything you're you're also one with God so yes. I was thinking whoa God just revealed itself to me uh, as this in, infinite presence mm-hmm. and so somebody finally said to me you should learn to meditate. Because mm-hmm. in meditation, that's what people experience when they go deep into meditation and experience what they call samadhi. So learn to meditate and you'll learn more about what your experience is. So I did learn to meditate and I even became a meditation teacher. And for years I taught meditation. I taught TM, Transcendental Meditation, and I taught other people how to at least how to settle down and and what what was what we call transcend and some of them you know uh had had these i'm not sure if anyone had the same expansive experience that i did but they were really on the path to having it and a few years later i decided that i wanted to 
meet God. <laughs> it wasn't enough. Why not? Have, <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't just want to have the um, experience of this presence, this, this infinite presence. I wanted to meet the God and have a conversation. So um, I called it finding the kingdom of heaven because I figured, okay, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within you. Yes. So I'm going to go within. I'm going to look for this elusive, to me, elusive kingdom of heaven. And so every day, by that time I had a child, and she would take a nap every every afternoon. And while she was napping, I would go in, and I would sit quietly, close my eyes, and say, okay, show me the, show me the kingdom of heaven. And honestly, for a while, nothing happened. Um, well. It was just a silence and kind of a... A dark, you know, dark. I don't mean dark negatively. I mean dark and just that, that I nothing. was in a space. Yeah, nothing was coming through yet. Right. So I did that very regularly. And what suddenly one day I saw a sparkle of light and I started to watch the light. And as I watched the light, the light started to do, do things. It started to sh- show me, I felt it was communicating with me and showing me what light can do it would burst into thousands of little points or become um, a, a wave of light or it would just be a silent glow light was you know it was almost like light was giving me a show a light show and yes. I was watching it and what I noticed is I started feeling better really good actually um, as this light was revealing itself. So then every time I went into my heaven research, as I called it, I would call on the light. I would say, okay, light come forth. And it would. And it would continue this a relationship with me. That's, it's uh, odd to say, but it would keep showing me things. And, and I felt it was healing me because I would feel wonderful afterwards. Yes. Um, because even though I had discovered and I was having this experience of this infinite wholeness and the, this pure, I, I don't know, call it pure beingness, um, I still had my personal issues that I needed to, to deal with, fears and, um, you know, whatever. Ang- yes, we have anxiety. to deal with our physical yeah. life and our spiritual right. life, both. Exactly. Yes. All so right. I felt the light was showing me how to deal with it. And I started saying, when I, when I had a problem, I started saying divine light is pouring into, into this issue. Or if there was a person I wasn't getting along with, I would say divine light is pouring into, you know, my friend. Or divine light is pouring into the meeting that I, of the interview that I have, that I'm so nervous about. So you um, would use your spiritual healers the people you knew or sources you were communicating with to help yourself for healing and others. You were beginning to be a messenger yes. of God and yeah. a healer like Jesus. Now, in my book, The Living Spirit, I want to tell you something in, in terms of communicating because mm-hmm. I did exactly the same as you. I did yoga where I could quiet myself and learn how to feel energy. And then I did meditation, and uh, I became a Reiki master teacher, channeling energy and messages. But in my book, The Living Spirit, 
answers for healing and infinite love. I share a visit from Jesus who came to uh, me and my healing group while in meditation. And the message he gave me for my group, I write this. This is another lesson for everyone, particularly healers. People come into our lives seeking help, and we can only channel the energy to them and trust that whatever happens is for their highest good. Sometimes we may not even know how the outcome here in the physical world will be, but at a healing meditation with several students, I had been doing a reading for one of the members of my unfoldment group when I suddenly sensed Jesus next to me on my right side. He was crying and I found myself choking back tears as well. I have cried for many ills done by unknowing souls, Jesus said, just as you and your group members also cry for the injustice and insensitivity of member of many. Several other members of the group, including Joyce, who I was reading at that time, sensed his presence. His words to me brought a feeling to my heart that to this day is hard to describe. It was incredible to think that he would visit a simple Reiki teacher and her group, reminding everyone present of the loving message, of the, all the messages he had delivered during his earlier life so very long ago. It was as if Jesus wanted us to know that he and other emissaries of the unseen world work by our side mm -hmm. for the continued advancement of humanity while they impress upon all of us that self-love and love for others will always be the goal for a soul experiencing a physical and also energetic life. Mm -hmm. So Beautiful. it yeah. takes time right. to make these connections, but they're mm -hmm. working with us. And yeah. when the time is right, yeah. they reveal themselves in love right. and hope for our journey and for us who can feel this to share it with so mm -hmm. many others. Now, you talk about infinite wholeness. Tell us a little bit more about infinite wholeness because it's not really in, you know, well, it's not really in the material world. It's really, yeah, tell us more um, about it. You know, the, um, the physicists call it the unified field. Um, it's actually been recognized by science as the field in which everything springs from. Now, the, um, in the, the Asian spiritual traditions, they recognize this as the source of all life. It's abstract. It can, it, there's no thing there. There's just pure, we could call it pure consciousness or pure being. But pure energy, but, but every aspect or expression of energy comes from it. And that's where, that's the relative active field. The trees, you know, energy comes out of it. Human energy comes out of it. But in that pure field, it's just silent presence. And it's a very empowering air field to experience. It makes you realize you are unified, that everyone and everything comes from that place. So the um, meditations teach going into that place, and you heal tremendously when you're there. 
And, um, and it's, and my, my work will definitely, the divine mother healing tools that I have will definitely guide someone into that source. But what, Okay. Well, now, now here's the interesting thing. Um, as I continued my, my inner investigations, uh, the Divine Mother appeared. And I decided, and she appeared one day as a, a wave of light and showed me how let there be light creates all manifestation in the universe. That phrase, let there be light, um, is a is a an actual thing that happened you know in the pagan religions men and women were equal and respected it was only the patriarchal yeah. religions that changed that and made men That's above right. women and they 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 shared they got along they cooperated they respected they honored and that's what we need to bring back Mm -hmm. the unity and oneness of all of us we all have male and female energy but we must respect and allow people to use all of it in a cooperative not competitive way and that's where we veered away uh, from this universal source of oneness Exactly. And the the imbalances that we see in our world now are because the male and female are are completely out of balance with yes. one another. And yes. the mother, because she works with love constantly and love, the, the most powerful quality of love is it unifies, it brings people yes. together. So she's coming out now, and this is one of why what my teacher yeah I've spoken to many I've spoken um, to many authors this year about mm-hmm. the Divine Mother but your book the Divine Mother Healing gives wonderful prayers right. uh, okay. to, to help to help your book gives many wonderful prayers that help people uh, go into their own needs to grow and evolve as a soul, to call on these prayers, to break uh, uh, traditions that are not working for them, or to rid themselves of negativity and behaviors that are not working so that they can expand and go beyond where they are to appreciate the Divine Mother and use these prayers uh, to move past where they are. And uh, your book is one of the only books I've read that had that. So I want to thank you, Connie Eubner, author of Divine Mother Healing, for sharing your amazing journey to merge with universal divine energy for the purpose of following your intuition, instincts, and soul wisdom to have conversations and interactions with spirit, the divine mother, and to bring practical healing tools in your workbook, uh, clearly describe detailed in your book to the general public as in the knowing we are already free of the fear and limitations of the physical world past life realities and open to the possibilities of unfounded truths love and access to universal source to read more about how to communicate with spirit go to divinemotheronline.net or Amazon.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, 
Kana Yuvna offers vibrational healing tools for body, mind, and spirit to clear blockages, trauma, limitations, fears, and realign to higher universal source for merging the best of our physical and spiritual energies. Connie writes, this was a revelation. It made me realize that there is a place within us that is always perfectly healthy. If we can access that level, illness cannot take hold in our bodies. It is a matter of more powerful laws of nature taking over from less powerful laws of nature. The more powerful laws are more closely aligned with the divine truth of perfection that we are made in the image of God. The level of divine grace appears to be more fundamental, more universal, and so its nature is to transform all levels of space and time into divine perfection. Could this be what healing is really all about? Remembering our divine perfection? Mm-hmm. Connie Yubda and I mm-hmm. ask listeners to begin a practice of connection to universal energy by meditation, use of the healing prayers mm-hmm. uh, in the book here, or methods to align to the peace and the oneness of being, as well as to remember we are connected to every living thing in energy and universal love. Just begin slowly to appreciate nature, the elements, air, water, earth, and fire, and slowly the passion of life will fill you through hope and the breath. I am Cheryl Glick host of Healing from Within and author of a trilogy, the newest book, A New Life Awaits, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to authors, metaphysicians, scientists, spiritualists, medical practitioners, members of the arts and music, as well as all aspects of life, who seek answers to the mysteries and miracles of life. As we discover, we are so much more than we appear to be. And life can be the dream we create with our thoughts. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.